Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Oh, uh, we're just nine days away from the start of the season. Actually, we're less than that. Six days away. We're going to go into Thursday night. Showdown between the Rams and the Bills. Here to talk all things NFL with us with an Eagle slant. Always brings uh, great perspective as a former league executive. A uh, guy worked in the league for years. His Landry football website is as good as going to find. Talking about the National Football League. Chris Landry joins us here on uh, Birds 365. Uh, been a good couple of weeks, Chris. How'd your summer go? Uh, fast. It went pretty fast. Uh, it always does. I, as I'm getting older, it, the time's moving faster, and I almost think, yeah, I'm ready for it, but I'm not really ready. I'd like to have a little bit more preparation time, but it's, it's always a great time of year to, to kick off the football season and get the college season week one this week, and then obviously the NFL starting next, as you mentioned, Thursday and next weekend. Uh, going to be an interesting year as it always is always is chris and we'll start it in in philadelphia because that's where we are mm-hmm. you've seen uh a lot of 53 men over your time uh you look at this eagles group they put together uh what do you think the ceiling is for this team well Why I- you have a legitimate contender well, I think it's a, it's a nice roster. I think it's the, the thing that jumps out at me. It's 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 got pretty good depth on it. I like um, some of the versatility and some of the depth. Um, the ceiling, I don't know. I still think that if I look at the division, we'll start there because that's where it all starts. Um, and I think they're deeper than any team in the division, and, and I would probably make them the favorite because um, – what's difficult is you don't know how the season's going to play out with injuries. And I don't really trust Dallas and I don't think the giants in in Washington are good enough. Uh, But beyond the division, I don't know how good this team can be. It really is going to come down to the quarterback and how good he can be. Um, I think that, you know, if, if it was a great team, which this team is not, then, you know, you know, he could be solid, you know, play good ball and, you know, you know, we'll see where it goes. I see there's some playmakers. I see there's some capabilities, but it really is going to go to the way to the quarterback and that'll determine the ceiling. I would say they're a team that's got a good chance to win the division. Um, you know, I, I, again, forecasting games, you know, that are going to take place in, December, January is tough, but I, I would say that they'd probably be one of those teams, anybody that wins this division, um, probably not somebody that's going to advance deep. Although I will say the NFC is a little bit more wide open. I think the AFC's, uh, yeah, it's got better teams in it. So yeah, I, I don't, I don't know that I like anybody in the East 
to really challenge as the best team in the NFC. That's the way I, I see it now. I'll, I'll see going forward, you know, if that changes, of course. That's exactly where I was going next. I think the NFC, in comparison to the AFC, is left wanting. That it just pales in comparison. Who are the teams in the NFC that you say, well, the Eagles got a chance to win a division, but not go deep in the playoffs. Who are those NFC teams that you are suggesting have the kind of rosters, have the kind of depth, have the kind of talent that can go deep in the playoffs and end up in the Super Bowl out of the NFC? Well, I would look at, say, like, for example, in the West, I think the Rams have a better quarterback. I think the Niners have a better roster. I trust them a little bit more right now than I would the Eagles, although, again, things can change. Um, In the North, I'm not – I think Green Bay is kind of in that mold of it's Aaron Rodgers and, you know, what I – trust you know them over green over the the eagles in a game yeah i would but because i don't but i don't think the the packers roster is good enough to go uh uh, that far anyway Uh, i think the south is is interesting to me um it, it really depends upon the health of the offensive line for the bucks they're they're good enough to be really competitive and the saints have a really good roster the quarterback situation is a little bit of a concern. But if I were going to take the comparison, I think the, the Saints roster is better. They've got better pass rushers. Um, you know, so, I, you know, I would, again, in a in an NFC that I'm not really excited about jumping on the table for anybody, I still wouldn't put the Eagles as the two or three of the teams right now that I think, yeah, they're as good as those teams. I think they're below them right now. Uh, you bring up the Saints in that roster, Chris. So I want to put I, I want you to put your coaching hat on now more than your executive hat in, in this that the Eagles were able to get uh, a member of that talented Saints secondary, uh, CJ Gardner Johnson, with essentially 10 days before the start of the season. Uh, he's played mostly slot corner, nickelback. The Eagles want to make him a safety. The Eagles want him out there week one. How difficult is it to get somebody in a new scheme, new building, new position, ready to go in 10 days in a modern NFL? Well, it's challenging, but it's what you got to do. What you've got to do is utilize him and what he does. Well, he does a really good job on the slide. He's got versatility. So I think you, I think you, you, you don't have to like, there's not a simple way of, well, this is what we're going to do. And then it's, you know, turn on the switch. It's going to be a gradual process, but I think you, you know, there's some similarities I think in how they're going to play them relative to what he's done in the past. So I think the transition will be fairly smooth, but it's, I don't expect him to have his best games immediately. Good player. Um, like him, like him a lot. Um, from a roster standpoint, um, just from the Saints' viewpoint, you know, why would they move on from him? Because uh, they've, they've got depth, and, you know, they may end up regretting it. But they, I think, you know, he wanted to get a longer-term deal and wanted yeah. to get a deal. And so I, I, that wasn't going well. So I think they felt like, well, we'll get anything for him now because we're going to lose him in a year. Well, they may or may not regret not having him this year. Now, for the Eagles, I think he's a good player. But now, you know, they've, they've got to think, you know, if they get him, then it's probably going to cost them more than 
than they think right now to get a deal done with them or else it could be a short-term deal with the Eagles. So I think it's a lot of, you know, what does it mean to the team now? It really helps the Eagles. Um, it doesn't hurt the Saints a great deal, although it could if they start to have guys drop in the secondary. All right. Uh, I want to ask you about one of those teams you threw into the mix as NFC potential to go a distance uh, squads. And that's the San Francisco 49ers. Mm -hmm. uh, my partner is a bigger Shanahan fan than I am. I think he's a good coach. John thinks he might be the best coach in the NFC. I think he's actually put himself in a precarious position this year with the way he's handled the local quarterback situation. I get it. They want to move on to Trey Lance. That's their call. They use the number three pick in the draft. You got to give him a shot at some time. You want to do it uh, cut and dry and move on? Go for it. But then to bring Garoppolo back? A guy who's taken you to a Super Bowl, a guy who's taken you to a championship game just the year before. If Trey Lance has a bad game, all of a sudden it's going to bubble. You're a guy who's been around football teams before. I've followed him uh, from outside looking in, but you don't think there's a chance for a split in that locker room? The first time Trey Lance goes 12 of 26 for 186 yards and a pick and no touchdowns? You don't think that could be something that blows up in the 49ers' face this year? Well, I think that's why they did it, um, Jody. So so here's the situation that's a little different, and I don't think it's cookie cutter. This is a good roster. It's a good team, and it's not what out there their question marks. They're really good. And so they're not like a team that's trying to build towards the future that is, you know, not good enough this year. They're good enough to compete and win that division, whether they will or not, I don't know. We'll see. So the whole situation comes down to this. And I think they obviously moved up to draft Trey Lance for a reason. They, they like him. They think he's the future. Time will tell on that. Uh, I, I think with Garoppolo, the, the plan was to trade him. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai probably do a, a large part due to the injury they couldn't get trade value for him so as this has gone on through the process you know they said look here, here's some of the things and, and the, his agent knows that Garoppolo's agent knows that there's not a big market for him right now so why don't we do this you know it's, it's let's restructure a deal who knows we don't know what's going to happen if you come in Trey Lance could play poorly, Jody. He could get injured the first play of the game. True. You've got Garoppolo, and you still got a contender. It's not a disaster. And if you play well and you're like have a great year, look at this. You can earn all your money back. It's incentive late. 
But here's the other thing, too. We'll still look for a trade partner for you because somebody's quarterback that's a contender might go down the next four weeks. The trade is still in play if they have – so it, it to me, it's just not if people say, well, you've got to trade them, trade them. We can't just trade them. you got to have somebody that wants them. you got to get something of value. So what this does, in my view, it gives the Niners flexibility. It gives the Niners a guy they can turn to that they've won with, that they, let's call it like it is, they think he's got a ceiling that's, you know, limited, pretty low, that they'd yeah. like better. But is Trey Lance ready now? I mean, it gives them insurance. And look, Kenny, you can lose the locker room for a lot of things. I don't think they will. I think there are a lot of people that kind of like Jimmy G. They think he's pretty good. And, you know, and I, and I think people see what Lance can do. Can he run the offense well enough? Look, I think they, they teach the running game as good as anybody in football. Anybody. This Tremendous. is This is a running team that's going to be able to marginalize the quarterback as much as you possibly can. You can't hide the quarterback. But you can run it. You can work those in cuts, easy routes. So whether it's Lance who's trying to learn or whether it's Jimmy G who's got some limitations – You've got a, you've got two now, and then if you get something of value, because again, if somebody goes down with an injury, they need a quarterback in the worst way, um, and, and their contender, they might, they would get more than what they're able to get now. So I think it gives them a lot of flexibility, and I, I think, I think they do a really good job. I think, I think that, I think that roster is really good. So. That's kind of how I see it. I don't know how it's going to play out. They don't know how it's going to play out because it's not just as simple as, look, if Trey Lance is the starter and he becomes great this year, which I don't expect that, but if he just – he clearly is the guy. Well, they've got a veteran backup for a team that's a contender. What if Lance goes down and misses four weeks? You've got a guy you can turn to. You're a contender. You stay in the mix. So you've got that. If – Lance is not ready and, you know, he struggles and you got to put Jimmy G in. Well, the, the rosters, the, 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 uh, the, the uh, locker room is going to want, you know, hey, look, we're a good team and he's not ready. Then you put the veteran in, you go with him. And then, you know, you, you, you know what you've got with Garoppolo and you know what you don't have. So I think it's unfair. There's some people that think that it was smart for a contending team like the Niners to hold on to Garoppolo. A lot of people said, why would you trade? Well, if you got something of value, you probably make the move. And, you know, I don't think it's your obligation as an organization to do right by the player. I think you do right by the team. But I think that they were trying to look and say, look, here's our guy. I I think it's risky to say it's Trey Lance and we're not looking back and Jimmy G's gone. We're going to dump him for anything. I, I don't think that's a real prudent move. Personally, I think keeping him makes sense provided they're able to do it did not make sense in my mind to have him on the previous contract on the opening day roster where you guarantee 20 almost 28 million that's where to me the Niners I think they did the perfect thing for them and we'll see where it plays out but they've got they can go in either direction now uh you piqued my interest with the 49ers Chris because uh I, I love their running game. I love the schemes. I, I love the talent. Um, 
that Kyle is able to put together. So you as a talent evaluator, and this is where I'll put the Philadelphia tent on there. When they give up on Trey Sermon, a third round pick in 2021, what does that tell you? In that running system with that success, is that raise a red flag to you? Here's what it tells me, and here's what I think you got to know about that. That I do not in any way want to want to minimize the running backs that have been in that system, but that is a running back friendly offense. What it means is they'll just replace him with another young guy that they feel is as good or better, and they will do that consistently. If you look at them, the names change, but the production is still pretty good. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. I don't think he's a great back. I think he's a good back. I think he's versatile. I, I, I think he can really help you in spots. But I think that, that the running back position for them is very fungible. I mean, they can move around that. So what it tells me is they're comfortable with what they have and we'll just, you know, we're going to move on because we know second contracts for running backs are not going to be likely for the Niners. Because they, they only feel got like one it, year out of them, Chris. I know. That, that, that yeah. is the concerning part for me. I well, agree with you. With yeah, the they, they, I'm going to tell you, they like their other backs better. Okay, they like their other backs better, but it's fungible, meaning they can just it can't just put anybody there. That's that's not it. But they more than most don't need that feature. This is not the Titans and we got to just do whatever we do to get Derrick Henry. They, they can put a lot of guys in there. Um, what it tells you as an Eagle fan is, look, they liked him and he had a good camp. They just they like the other guys better. And they feel the future might be better with them with these other guys. Now it doesn't mean they're right. So what does it mean for the Eagles? Is they've got a back that's got some versatility. He's pretty good. He's not going to light it up, but I think he can be successful. That's what you got. I mean, I I wouldn't overthink it. It's you know, this is not like oh, there's anything sinister. He doesn't work hard. There's a problem or anything. I I, I don't I don't sense that at all. They said he had a really good camp. Um, they said he played very well. They just like the other guys better. Chris, let me ask you about one of the other teams in the NFC. The Eagles will probably have to deal with if they make the playoffs this year. And that's the defending Super Bowl champion, Los Angeles Rams. Is it a media creation? Is it a fan creation? Are we just looking at the results and judging it and giving it whatever weight we think it should? 
when statements like it's difficult to repeat are made. I know I've said it. I base it basically on there aren't that many teams that get back to the Super Bowl, even though you know they were good enough to make it the year before. That's what we base predictions on going forward for the next year. Well, how good were they last year? How good a roster did they have? But is there something to the mental aspect of been there, done that, got it done, had to invest every single ounce of emotion and focus, whatever, to get a championship done? Is it harder the next year, or is that just something that a guy like me is made of? No, it is harder. I mean, let's go back into what I call the old days. You guys can remember, and a lot of people in the audience will remember. Some may be a little young, but <laughs> it was pretty common that Steelers were likely going to come back the next year. And, you know, I mean, those days you return the same team. Unless yeah. you had an aging team that – few guys that retired and you had to bring in young guys and there was a drop-off tape. But you pretty much brought – you could look at it and say, those are the teams that are coming back. What happens now is the better you are, it depends upon how your roster structured. You usually – and particularly if you're a team that's maybe signed guys to one-year deals that make an impact to you winning, maybe it's a good pass rusher, maybe – they're gone. They leave for greener pastures because they get more money. They take advantage of we won the Super Bowl. So you don't have the same team. You know, you're not repeating. There's no such thing as repeating. I mean, I mean, there's no such thing as uh, defending, Tim. You don't defend it. There is such thing as repeating. You don't defend anything. You, you, yeah. you won it last year and you start over this year. And, Jody, yeah, you, you're right. It's the core of the team may stay. But what about some of the key components that are not there? I mean, are they going to miss a certain pass rusher? You got Aaron Dono. And so now the other thing is, think about this for a second. We don't think about it enough. The, the regular season ends. Okay, you're, you're right around the, you know, holiday time, right around the first of the year. Season's over for teams that are, don't make the playoffs. The teams that go into the playoffs, that advance all the way to the Super Bowl, they're practicing – and prepping the entire month of January, an entire month. Now, I know we don't put the pads on in scrimmage like we used to, but the offseason is shorter. Correct. So what happens if you're really good over time and you go deep, then you're over three years, you've played almost an extra season when you throw it on top of that because you're practicing your, your preparation – so you combine the fact that it is you've got a shorter offseason, body recovery. I just tend to see more injuries in the year after that because maybe your body is not as prepared. The other thing is we just talked about guys leaving. And then you do have the little bit of the, okay, we got there, we won it. Is the motivation just the same? You want to think it is. Everybody says it is. But there is a, I don't know, there's something to the fact that you may be really committed to winning it again, but somebody's trying to get that next step. So if you're like, if you're the Chiefs who've won one a couple of years ago and you're, you're kind of getting there, you're the Bills, or are they more motivated than the Bills? Or the Bills got a little bit more of a, we want to get them back. And, and you know, th there's, I think all of those things are in the mix Jody and John, and, and, and have an effect on, you know, 
repeating. It's difficult. There's no question about that. And people will gun for you. I mean, they are got the Bills. You think the Bills are – I mean, of course, the Bills and the Rams are going to be motivated to start off the season with a win, of course. But everybody's going to be looking at that as a litmus. We beat the Rams. We beat the team that won it last year. It is a little bit, you know, more of you're a target than as opposed to can you work your way and win it. I think that's a big factor. I want to get your thoughts on those Buffalo Bills, the varsity, the AFC side of the bracket, Chris. Um, I think Buffalo has settled in as sort of the favorite. We'll see if they recover. That was a devastating loss, by the way. We'll see if they recover from that. Um, The AFC West looks loaded as a whole. Uh, the Miami Dolphins, I got to see a lot of talent on that team. I don't know if Tua, Jody's a big Tua fan. Um, give us your thoughts on the AFC and, 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 and maybe the favorites and some teams that could surprise. You know, I was, um, doing a show a little bit earlier, um, and, and I thought about something and it came up and it, and it's an example of, as we go into the league and we're, we're looking at six. 17 games, excuse me, and the importance of them and everything. You know, that that was a difficult loss for Buffalo. You know what what comes to my mind, though, is how they lost to Jacksonville? Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. And how that game probably cost them home field advantage. Would it have been different? I, I don't know. The game, the result might have been the yeah. same. But but it's little things like that. So for Buffalo, I think their roster is as good as anybody in the league. Um, I, I think they, the quarterback's outstanding, took a, took a big leap last year, uh, like this team, you know, at all aspects, they've got to make sure that they finish, you know, they lost a game to Pittsburgh. That's probably, you know, that's a game. They, it looked like they were better, but you have to be better. Doesn't matter if you're better. You have to be the better team that week. You got to prepare. You got to be, there's a consistency because I think it's important to get home field event doesn't guarantee you anything it just it just puts you in better position so that's the thing with with buffalo can they the intangibles and the finish uh is going to be key the division is going to be fun i am curious about miami how much better can they be um they're explosive can can they take that step uh everybody's riding off new england i think miami is more explosive New England's pretty good defensively. You know, the, the, the preseason is a disaster. Everybody's burying them. I, I wouldn't be quick to do that, but I'm very curious to see how uh, how that plays out. And uh, so I think the Jets are getting better. I still think that, that maybe New England and, and, and Miami are a little better. So that the East is going to be fun, are going to be fun. Uh, I, I really am looking forward to it, A, to see how Buffalo, how dominant can they be, you know, can – can they be a, a, a team in that in that division that just controls it early? I mean, I think they'll win it. But, you know, again, I think home field advantage, best record in the AFC is is kind of the – it's the second goal, winning your division is the first goal. But but the process of that is 
you know, I, I don't know. I, I was thinking about that earlier is, you know, can you, can you sweep that division? Go five and one. Five and one will probably be good enough to put you in a position yeah. to win. Because here's the thing about it. If you're Buffalo, you're going to be really good. You you need to win the best record in the AFC. You got Kansas City in a tougher division. Going five and one in the West of the AFC Hard. is really, really tough. Yeah. Five and one in the in the East, <laughs> you probably need to do that if you're Buffalo. Now there it's not, you know, the out of conference schedule. So I think that's that to me is what I'm looking at. And I'm looking at how much better can Miami could be. And then will New England slip or just be steady as she goes and not good enough. I, I think that's going to be fun to watch in that division. Chris, last one for me. And I, I usually try and keep a close eye on this. Maybe the answer is there isn't going to be one. There always seems to be something that pops up in the preseason that the NFL tells us to keep our eye out for, that they're going to call differently coming into the year. That the referees have been instructed to call differently, to emphasize, that's the word they use, put an emphasis on and then they do it in the preseason. Everybody goes, no, wait, that wasn't a penalty in years gone by. And then they, uh, as the season goes on, they 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 trim back on what they were calling in preseason. I don't remember any of that this year. And I no. am too big a football uh, geek to not watch preseason. Yeah, I do watch preseason. Makes me a football nerd. Fine. Did I miss it? Is there anything that's going to be affected early in the season the referees are going to call differently the people are going to be screaming at their tv about uh no it's really more of what they have emphasized in the past and how they're gonna you know the what the college they call targeting but leading with the head here's one thing though that jumps to my mind that they didn't say this but i'm thinking that this is going to be brought up and, and it's always reactionary, I know, but it is something that, that college has adopted that I think the NFL might because everything is safety. Um, the, uh, the, the, the play in the Cincinnati game, basically it's the what's called the low block within the tackle oh, box yeah, is allowable. Yeah. That is that, Moss, right? That, yeah, that, yeah. That, that, right, that is – legal where it took place it is not legal outside the tackle box i in college it's illegal to do that and i think that is something they'll look at but i don't think it's going to be to your point be emphasized because it's the rule is the rule what i'm saying is i think that's something they'll look at and say a lot of traffic there because everything they do is to safety right and i think that's something that they'll look at that's the only thing that i see but that's not going to be emphasized. I think that could be studied and looked at. And I don't know. They may, you know, say, no, we want, we like it where it is. But I think this offseason, uh, they'll look at that. Yeah. Uh, Thaddeus, uh, Thaddeus Moss. I think a lot of tight ends, Clay Harbor, the ex Eagles tight end, said, hey, we're taught to do that. That wasn't a dirty play. No, it, it was wasn't dirty. Yeah. It wasn't dirty. It was absolutely right. And, yeah. and that, but that, that is, I think, my point, or maybe their point is, look, it's dangerous. It's not, let, let's take it out of if, – yeah. if it's illegal at the other parts of the field, make it legal here because then what it does, it's judgment. Now, that was pretty easy, but you get a little bit you're in the tack about it. I, I just think that's something – my experience with them, that'll be something that they'll look at. I don't know what they'll decide, but I think they'll look at it. 
Yeah. Chris, great stuff. We appreciate it. Whenever you come on the board, you give us a different perspective. We like to get people from outside Philadelphia every once in a while to give us a different perspective. You always do. Uh, we're going to let them get a month or so under their belt, get yes. the games played, everybody else uh, get a feel for it. Then we want to get you back on again. Uh, we appreciate you jumping in with us today. Thank you much, sir. Hey, thanks to, to you and all your listeners. Appreciate it. Let's do it again soon. Take care. Uh, thanks, Chris. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.